Hey, J. Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. Here to tell you that we are doing giveaways. That's right, at 25, 50, and 75 ratings and reviews on iTunes, we will be raffling off a custom painted miniature figure of one of our playable characters. And at 100 ratings and reviews, we will be raffling off all three of the playable characters. The sooner you enter, the sooner you get a chance to win. So wherever you listen to our podcast, be be sure to head on over to iTunes and drop a review. And one more update. Tabletop for the end of the world is participating in Inktober. Inktober is an excellent drawing challenge developed in 2009 by Jake Parker, in which you draw 31 drawings over 31 days using only a one-word prompt per day and drawing only in ink. We will post our favorite drawing each day onto our Instagram, so be sure to tag us on Instagram or Twitter at tfewcast. Or, if you don't have either, then send us your art on Facebook at TFUCast or Tabletop for the End of the World. We will be posting the list on our Tumblr, Facebook page, and our Discord so everyone can access it. So, there are plenty of opportunities to find the specific TFU list. Anyway, that's enough for me. I'll be back at the end of the episode, and thank you so much for tuning in. Previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. It's time for a hotel. He's screaming, they're gonna eat me! They're gonna eat me! Calm, sir. I don't believe they will. Well, then you're an idiot! Uh, I'm Ezekiah. Okay. Ezekiah. I'm a druid, as you see, with the staff and bear claw. Okay, definitely taking offense to that one. This is a very hostile work environment. Derek? Yeah. Derek. I'm Derek. I need to wear you. Really, I think the only thing you have to do is keep telling the truth, and, and you'll be fine. Good day, good day, my lovely, lovely listeners. I'm back with your daily wisdom. I'm excited to announce that we recently had a visit from a very special guest. Dear listeners, none other than Capitan Larong stopped by the studio to give me the inside scoop on a hota. He stopped by and said, Robin, I have come to give you the inside scoop on a hota. And I said, Why Capitan Larong? What a surprise! How did you get past my defensive? And he said, Dear Robin, it was quite easy. I have the blessing of the overseers on my side. And then, dear listeners, he proceeded to tell me how he... And then he... And not only that, he even... While being chased by... And who could have thought dogs? And so, completely awestruck, I nodded and told him that he should absolutely tell us more about Ahota. And he told me, and he told me under no circumstances should I tell anyone, which, of course, is his way of saying that I should tell all of you. But make sure no one knows he told me. 
But before we get to that, let me tell you about how a hota went for me. You see, I had the pleasure of going out. Guys, guys, can you hear me? You there? Can... Yeah, God, yes. All right, yeah, hey, we're back. Manny, Manny, are you there? I am here. Nice. Oh, sorry, guys, we had to lay low for a while. That was the scariest shit. It's like the second scariest, don't be a bitch. Okay, the first is dogs. Yeah. Unless they're Manny's dogs, I guess. I guess? All right, I'm not whatever. dead yet. I don't know, it still sounds scary. Yeah. Um, Alright, so we came up to the top of that ladder. Mm -hmm. um, I decided, uh, I mean, we, we kind of talked about this uh, without talking to you guys, but apparently uh, Derek counts as heavy armor, so I'm actually just going to, like, keep him on me as a buddy. I'm not going to wear him because it, like, ruins my character's dexterity or whatever. Yeah, it does. It would it would change your, your armor class and give you disadvantage on stealth. Yeah, it's not worth it. But uh, it's worth having Derek. Derek's my buddy now. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So, uh, when we get to the top, uh, what do we see? Uh, Hezekiah, uh, you, you with your with Vert's hand near his back to cast firebolts on him if he misbehaves, has led you up the ladder. And you emerge into bright light, and then your eyes adjust. Uh, you're on the surface in a brightly lit stone room. Uh, there's a chandelier hanging from the ceiling by a thick chain that's uh, oh. you know descending through a big hole in the ceiling. There's uh, decorative carpeting. Uh, there's a big fireplace that's unlit. Uh, there are candles. And uh, it's, it's nice. It's nice. It looks like the inside of a castle. It's just, just brightly lit and very ornate. Um... You know, big pillars made of stone. This is really neat. Derek, did you know this was here? I've I've I've, I've never seen anything but uh, what's what's down below. That's when I that's when I remember things. It's oh, before that, before that, nothing. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, Hezekiah, you have a camp in here? Holy. <laughs> Voices are hard. <laughs> Uh, around here, we tend to just set up camp wherever we can best set up camp. We move a lot, you see, uh, my, my group and I. Now here, I'll, I'll show you where they are. Come come here. Uh, so he leads you through this brightly lit stone room. Um, this room empties out uh, into a hall, and in this hall there are obvious signs of a struggle. Um, there are more, uh, there are some armors uh, decorating, lining the walls. Uh, these don't seem to be rusted. They seem to be shiny. There's more? Relatively kept. Maybe a little dusty. Um, sorry, not shiny. Dusty. They're du <laughs> the point is they're not rusted. You getting it? Anyway, I'm yeah. moving on. Yeah, I think so. Uh, they line various spots. Uh, in between them, there are maybe some windows, uh, some, some more pillars, and on those pillars are maybe vases, or the remains of vases, as many of them have been shattered or knocked over. Uh, as you guys walk down this hallway, he sees you guys looking maybe a little nervous. And he says, uh... Okay, that was just his dice. That was just, that was just his dice. We're fine, guys. Sorry. Um, he sees everyone looking nervous. He says, don't worry, they're just armors. Some of them have been knocked over. Um, and I, I covered Derek's eyes. I don't want him to see that. <laughs> it's going to be really traumatic. Maybe you can hear him crying. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Um, 
along with uh, you know, their vases, uh, podiums broken. Okay, good. Uh, in the middle of that hallway, one of the windows is broken. Uh, you know, shattered. Uh, as you walk by it, you notice the view outside, clear blue sky. No clouds at all. You can also tell that as you, if you look down from the window, you are several stories up in the air. Um, down below you, uh, you can't see the ground, but you can see what is either fog or cloud cover, depending on uh, how high up you might actually be. All you're really sure of is that it's probably a lethal drop. Um, mm. uh, yeah, Hezekiah, uh, he's, you see he's walking down this hallway and he seems to be pointing at the statues as he, as he goes by. Uh, he counts, uh, he stops and he looks at you and says, was this 15 or 16? Uh, I don't, uh, I wasn't counting. I didn't know we had to do that. Okay. Well, just, uh, uh, he pushes on one armor and it just kind of jiggles a little bit. He pushes on the next one down and his arm goes right through it. Is the, the, the image of it wavers around his arm. He's, oh, it's this one. Come on through. And he, he just walks right through it. It doesn't make that sound. Nothing should ever make that sound. Uh, but he walks, uh, right through it. Uh, I look at Vert, and I go, uh, do, do you want to go? I hate this place. And then I walk through it. <laughs> and I look at Torin, and I go, uh, Dragonborn first? I strap my halberd to my back, get my shield on my arm, sword in my hand, contemplate charging, and then just stroll through. Okay. Uh, I, I guess I I do that also. Yeah, the 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 armor offers no resistance whatsoever. You pass through it as though it weren't even there. Uh, and then as you you go through, there's another armor on the other side, uh, and it wavers back into place. Uh, in this next hallway, there's even more signs of battle, more signs of destruction, um, giant claw marks and gouges from uh, various weapons. And if you took some time, you might be able to figure out maybe what. Uh, could have caused damage like this, but once again, it's just knocked over things. Uh, and it's much darker in here. Much, uh, not so much sunlight coming in. Is it, like, really dark, so... No, you're fine. Oh, okay. You know, you can all see. It's just clearly, like, th there's been a battle here. This could be maybe how Hezekiah uh, encountered these goblins. Mm. Uh, some of the marks maybe look older than that. Uh, some of them look much older. So as we're walking through, um, can can we talk to each other? Can of course. We... Yeah. So, uh, how how did the gnome get into sorcery? I thought you all were more like tinkerers or whatever. Well, I kind of fell into it. Uh, I was looking up some information one day on on religion of all things. Um, I've been looking for how to to prove the the. The gods aren't really that. They're they're just something else. Powerful, yes, but but not gods. And ran across magic and was trying to to sort of use that as as a jumping point. And well, I, I found that I had a knack for it. Okay. And uh, Torin, you you praise gods from Olympus. Yes, ignoring my gnome allies' obvious blasphemy. Once my people were slaughtered by demons, I 
in a just well of despair, traveled and traveled, ending up in a far-off land where I encountered my hero, my mentor, my lord, Hercules. And I will never forget his most impressive lesson that even a zero can be a hero. That sounds real deep. Did you make that up? No, but I will always remember those random women singing every time he said it. That sounds like a very nice temple. Yeah. Uh, anything else? You guys want to say anything else? Um, yeah, I want to... Okay, so, uh, what do you guys think you did to, like, end up here? Well, I I don't know precisely, but I I do remember, um, I'd run across a, a magic shell that I, I, I'm assuming was the demon lord things here's possession demon lord Porterblatt speaks to Bilica. she's still hovering right behind you mm. vert shoots her a look okay i think i think i was brought here because they weren't he wasn't pleased with my show so i made this show um uh and it was about two star-crossed lovers and i swear to you it was a comedy, but everyone started crying at the end. They seemed really offended that I killed off two teenagers. Metaphorically, it was a performance, but I mean, I can't imagine anything else I would have done. I, I've, I've always been a pretty decent uh, tiefling, in my opinion. Okay, I know I said I wouldn't talk to you, but a tip. If you're making a play for devils... Actually kill the people. It's way funnier. Trust me. Okay. Uh, really quick question. Yes? You're just an observer, right? You're not going to tell anyone where we're going? You just you just kind of watch? Mm, I don't know if I want to give you more information than I already have. You haven't really given us any information. Exactly! All right, that's fair. Yay, Debilica! You're really fabulous. I am the most fabulous. Um, all right. Uh, hey, Hezekiah? Uh, mm, yes, mm, yeah, we're almost there. All right. How long have you been here? Oh, goodness, I hardly remember. Oh, no. Like it says, that's, well, that's it. That's a straight-up lie. He's only been here about a year. Oh, sorry, right. I'm not talking to you. Sorry. She crosses her arms and floats away. Like, not away, away, but she's, like, off a little bit. All right. Um, uh -huh. So long and so hungry. So tired. Ugh, it's been miserable for my companions and I. Ugh, simply miserable. And are your companions human like you? Oh, no, 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 no. Here, you'll, you'll meet them yourself. Uh, th right this way, right this way. Okay. Uh, he uh, guides you sort of into a uh, more of an unlit hallway than anything else. Uh, one, of the, one of the offshoots of this damaged, battle-worn one. And he leads you down into an increasingly darker and darker path until he reaches uh, total darkness. And uh, even with your with your improved senses, your improved vision, you can't penetrate this wall of blackness. And he goes, uh, yeah, lucky we found this. And he says, this, right this way. Pushes right into it. Uh, is it you just, just close your eyes and move through it. It's fine. Is it like goopy? Is it like hard? It's, what is it? it's definitely different from when the armors or the wall or Debilica wavered. Um, it's, uh, it's 
got a viscosity to it. It doesn't really move the same way. It's almost billowy, like a like smoke or a cloud. Okay. Or like wispy. Okay. Hold, companions. I will go. And I just go shield first? You can do that. You can do that. Yeah. No, it, it, don't worry. It's just a scary darkness. I thought it'd be funny. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, just, I'll railroad you guys. It's fine. You can walk through the door. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess uh, I'll go first, um, putting Derek like to my side kind of protectively because mm-hmm. Derek's my buddy. Yeah. I don't want him to be hurt. So I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go in the dark. No, hey, it's all right. It's a, hey, hey, we're buddies. Okay. And then we walk through. Oh, oh, no, this is the same darkness as before. Okay. No, I'm used to dark. Never mind. I'm fine. Uh, yeah, you all pass through uh, what is clearly a shroud of magical darkness. Okay. Uh, and you emerge into uh, what looks to be a narrow hallway just big enough for two humans shoulder to shoulder. Uh, a couple feet down in it, like 20, 10, 20 feet long, let's say. Uh, because at 10, 20 feet away, the ceiling has collapsed partway and closed that section of the hallway. Um, and before that debris is a very old-looking tent. Uh, and a small fire encircled by three, uh, three figures. Uh, one is an elf in what is either uh, a shoulder cape or a cloak that he has cut in half. Okay. Uh, one is a full-blooded orc. Okay. Uh, with a large object on his back, but you can't see what it is in the darkness. Okay. And, uh, next to that full-blooded orc, uh, blowing sadly into harmonica... Into a harmonica is a uh, a female halfling, and uh, they all see Hezekiah uh, enter. And uh, roll your uh, roll your perception, or uh, or uh, roll your insight. Okay. Each of you. That for vert is a fifteen on perception. Twenty one for twilight. All right, tell me which one you rolled. I rolled Insight. Insight? Yeah, Twilight rolled Insight. I okay. got 18. I rolled uh, 21 Perception. Perception. Okay, so for those of you who rolled Insight... I think that was just me. I think it was just you. Uh, as you walk in, uh, you see that the rest of the this party, this these three figures around the campfire, react to Hezekiah entering. Uh, their body language seems very tense. Uh, you can see that they they have become uncomfortable. Uh, you didn't notice that the female halfling sat up, uh, but they haven't said anything yet. Okay. Uh, those of you who rolled perception, uh, you rolled you both rolled above fifteen, if I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, as you enter, uh, you noticed uh, Debilica when you walked in, and she uh, she seems to be looking at something in the middle distance, and she gave like a nod, and then she didn't, and that's it. I mean, but you notice that, and that seems strange. Can we convey that to each other? Of course you can. Yeah. So I, I just... You can do it. Uh, you can be secretive about it. You can be up, up in the open about it. Yeah, so I'm just going to... We're just going to assume that I whisper to them that, like, they seem uncomfortable around Hezekiah. Okay, you're going to whisper that? Yeah. Okay. So I did that. You did that. He yeah. did that, guys. He did that for you. That was all for you. Yep. And do you guys tell me about Debilica? Uh, yeah, Vert whispers over. Doesn't she look uh, uncomfortable or, or sort of looking at something else here? Yeah, they seem like they really don't like this Hezekiah guy. 
Um, so after I see how uncomfortable they are around him, mm -hmm. um, I will draw my rapier again and put it to the back of his neck. Oh, to Ezekiel? Yeah. Okay, um, well, everyone in the camp is going to stand up and be like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Uh, there's going to be a, uh, the, uh, the orc isn't going to react to that. Uh, he stays seated. But the halfling definitely stands up and is like, hey, hold on. Whoa, guys, what, what? Are we being mugged? Sorry, sorry. It's just you. St you all seemed really tense, and I, I we still don't know if we trust this guy or not. Hi. And then, like, I peek out from behind. Hi, I'm Twilight. Hi. I like your harmonic. Do you play? I'm a bard. Uh, let's focus on the present currently. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, can we trust him? Do you trust him? She she looks at him. You can't see his face. You're behind him. Yeah. She looks at him. She looks at you. She says, "Yes." Please put the sword down. Uh, Ezekiel is our leader, and we would just like to all have a nice, calm conversation here. I'm gonna uh, roll my insight to see if I trust. Go ahead, roll your insight. Because everyone seems really uncomfortable around this guy. Thirteen plus four, seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're getting a sense that there's maybe some half truths mixed in there. Yeah. So I push a little bit harder on Ezekiel's neck. And they go, we've been getting nothing but lies since we got here. We had a deal. There we go. What's going on? No, you and I, we had a deal. I bring you to my camp. We'll feed you. We all get to walk away from this. If anything, maybe I could even offer you a very lucrative business proposal. But we're all going to have to sit here and talk like gentlemen. Uh, you guys, uh, give a quick uh, perception roll. Or wait, uh, can Torin do an action? Uh, what are you going to do, Torin? Uh, you might not need to roll for it. Let me know. My knowledge of orcish, I wish to maybe try to have a s sly conversation with the orc. Oh. Hoping that the druid does not know orcish. Pretty good idea. Uh, before you do that, let's hit that perception roll. So that was a nat 20. You got a nat goddamn 20? I did. I got a 21. 14. 21 14. All right, so okay. Uh, well, that didn't work. <laughs> so uh, the 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 elf who was in like the half cape or it's a ripped up cloak, you're not sure. Uh, he did. He tried to uh, to sit up very stealthily mm -hmm. and and like make his way around you in the narrow hallway. Yeah. But you just you can clearly see him and you're looking right at him. <laughs> so I have I have my uh, I have my my sword mm -hmm. to the back of his. And he thinks he's being sneaky still. And, like, I, I just picture just, like, I don't know if you guys are doing this, too, but if you are, let me know. And we just, like, all slowly turn our head to look right at him. And what are you doing yeah. there? He says, you can't see. <laughs> Clearly. Yes. Yes, really. yes, we can. And he takes the half cape and he covers his nose and mouth with it. <laughs> like, you can't see me. <laughs> and uh, the little halfling says, Dave, Dave. Calm down, everyone. We're talking here. We're just talking. All right. Why are you guys so tense around this guy? And we're, why are you telling us the whole truth? We're not tense. Look, if he said he has a proposal for you, that's probably true. And uh, not that we know, because we haven't, we haven't talked about it yet. And if he says he's sharing some of our food... We get it. You have swords. 
You can have some food. Take the food and just go. Get out of here. Um, and I, I look over at Tor and I was like, can you get anything out of the orc? I just walk up to the orc. Just stick out my arm for like a bicep handshake. <laughs> yeah, the orc, uh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, the orc acknowledges the traditional orcish greeting. <laughs> and he, he stands up and he gives you, he like grabs you like down at the wrist, like it's deep. And then and like flex, forearm and forearm. flex really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't shake, you just like, you're both like arms. It's like, just both shivering. arms flexing and shivering in yeah. a <laughs> test of strength. Exactly. <laughs> and when you, when you, uh, you're still wearing your armor, right? Yeah. Yeah, when you when you pull away, you see that there's like a thumbprint <laughs> in your armor and you left a you left a bruise on on the orc as well. And he doesn't he doesn't show any sign of pain. He's like kind of like taps it like We just respect. both nod. Yeah, respect. And I want to speak in orcish and just basically cut to the chase. What's going on? Is the is he full of crap? What's going on? Uh the orc says it is unusual to see a non-orc with good manners. You wouldn't believe the travel I've had. I believe. I want to believe. Uh, so, what was I saying? <laughs> tell me of your situation here. What is with the druid? What is going on? Uh, the druid is a man of great strength. He leads our band. And... He provides for us food in the hard times. We have been here many moons. Should we trust him? Why does he seem always suspicious? Uh, why do pale fleshes seem like anything ever? Laugh, 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 laugh. Twilight, Twilight looks over at both of them laughing, and it's just like... Steps a little bit to the left, but the rapier still to the back of Hezekiah's, like, neck. So you're saying we can go forward with whatever's happening here? Yes. I just turned back to my group. We're good. (laughs) He vouches for him. Okay, and I I put my my sword down below. Oh, thank God! And I I look at Hezekiah, and I, I, like, hug him, like, from behind. I go, I am so sorry! Too close, too close, This is not me! I just, it's been a really hard time, and I'm about to die. Roll your, uh, roll your athletics. Okay. Um, ooh, that's not good. Uh, I got a four. Just just Twilight. Good. You got a four total? Yeah. Yeah, he breaks out of your arms, like, too close, too close, too close. (laughs) Okay. Oh. Now, do you finally... Believe me. Yes. Okay. I don't believe you, but I believe the orc. Fine. Vert, you you down the clown? No. Yeah. Everyone. He he looks down at his his group. Everyone, introduce yourselves. Like, Dave. Dave. No. Sit down. Sit down. That part's done. We're talking. These people can be our friends. And Dave says, "Yeah. All right. Yeah." <laughs> And it's, it's like, he makes like whooshy noises and he sits down. Is he a drow or is he like a normal elf? He's a, he is an elf. He is a, a, a normal elf. Oh like, my god, like, that, that makes this so much better. Definitely seems to have been from like a forest of some kind. You get like the sense of like, uh, like the, the blonde hair looks like kind of greenish tips. Okay. Uh, pale, like palish tannish skin. Okay. Um, so, mm-hmm. oh god, which voice am I in? Mm, um. The half one? Uh. 
So anyway, as you know, I'm Hezekia. I'm the leader of the, the party. Uh, this is, of course, of, uh, Dave Blaze. He is a... Uh, he's not really magical, but he's been here a while. Sometimes you just gotta let him have it, okay? Okay. He's used to be very, very good at espionage, but there hasn't really been much course for that here. So lately, what he's been doing is a lot of trickery. He thinks it's magic. Okay. So just every, just look really impressed every now and then. Okay. Yeah. That's it's way better to just have him on our side. Okay. Torin um, just raises one eyebrow high. Did did dragonborns have eyebrows? Never mind. I don't know. Your your eyebrow ridge, perhaps. Yeah. My eyebrow ridge, like where a bone would be. Okay. Yes. <laughs> not hair. I don't. Yeah. No. Not hair. No. Um. And this is uh this is our musical accompaniment. This is uh this is Froggy, and he, he gestures towards the orc. Oh, Froggy's the musical. Okay. It's Froggy, the orc, and you notice that object on his back is a very large loot. I'm ju- I start jumping up and down, clapping my and, hands. And this is uh this is the the uh, woodwind section. This is Nay. And he points to the the female halfling. Are are you a band? Uh, well, uh, Froggy and I are a band. Uh, we just kind of met these two when we were short on cash. Uh, you know, back in the other, you know, reality, back in the real world. Right. The outside. Cool. Are, are y'all hiring? I mean... Uh, not so much hiring. Not right. so much as just looking for, uh, the ability to eat and live. Yeah, so, uh, you guys, I don't... Eating and living. So, we say we saved Hezekiah here, and he promised to heal me up and, I guess, feed us. Did you save him? Because yeah. it looks like you, you led him here at, at knife point. Well, only because it was he he scared us, and honestly, uh, where did you all end up when you got here? Because we ended up in the basement, and it was really scary and dark. The basement? Yeah, there's a basement. Here? Yep. We're we're definitely not on the ground floor, so I don't know how you ended up in the basement. Well, I got here. Well, ask him, and I, I take Derek and I hold Derek up <laughs> to like talk to them. <laughs> I, I, I've never been here before. I, I'm I'm just a helmet now. I used to have legs. Before that, I think I had arms. I remember being able to touch things. This is Derek, and I put him back. Lovely. Yeah, this place is this place is a nightmare. It's a castle of illusions. The walls, the floor. I'm not even sure if the blue sky outside is real anymore. You saw the broken window, right? On the way in? That's the only one that breaks. The others don't break. It's, ni- it's nuts. 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 Uh, and his ease is, mm, yes, well, enough of that. Introductions are done. And uh, you see the rest of the group's like, no, okay. Yeah, they kind of shut up. As I said, if you would like, we have a proposition for you. We have some food now in exchange for saving me earlier. But... We have been promised a very, very special treat. And if you are interested, we could use the assistance of capable warriors such as yourself. What do you say? I am both listening and hungry. Yes, of course, of course. Well, maybe maybe we eat first, and we discuss the specifics later. 
Does that sound reasonable? There's not much options in this realm. How right you are, Master Dragonborn. Well, anyway, uh, you have not yet uh, introduced yourselves to us. And please, sit about the fire, let us have a nice, relaxing meal, take an extra haunter off the pile, DMA, and let us feast. Okay. Um, and now uh, would be an excellent time to do, you're going to all do a long rest here. Awesome. And uh, and uh, level up. Cool. Because you, you beat the first section, guys. You did. Dear listeners, I have just received word that our truth drone is making its round right outside the studio. Let's listen in to the words it has to share. Love. Potreblat. Praise, Potreblat. Love, Potreblat. Praise, Potreblat. Show your loyalty to Potreblat. Praise, Potreblat. T-shirts now for sale in and out of true reality. Only 19 at select outlets. Purchase. Is it the prologue? Hey, awesome! So, how does leveling up work? We've never done this before. That's pretty. It's pretty self-specific here. Uh, each class mm -hmm. uh, has a, just a straight-up list of how they evolve. Okay. Uh, so, for our bard, go to this page here, and it'll tell you exactly what you get and how you get to do it. Cool. Uh, so, level two, you're going to take. You're going to gain the Jack of All Trades ability and the Song of Rest ability. Okay. And you're going to learn an additional first level spell. Oh, awesome. Mm -hmm. So I gotta, I gotta go through my spell list and figure that out. Yeah, you get one more spell at first level. So I get, hold on, I get Jack of All Trades ability. Yeah, you get Jack of All Trades. And, and then Song of Rest. Song of Rest. Cool. Um, nothing else happened. May I see that? Don't Do you guys have rule books? You guys have your books yeah. on? Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's do the level up now, okay. and uh, just make sure you guys. Uh, I'll make sure. Right. Cool. So, um, can we can we make this work with a story? Like maybe I learned the song of rest from one of the bandmates. Yeah, absolutely. That would be awesome. So, like maybe while we're hanging out here, uh, May teaches me how how to play the song. Of yeah, rest. you uh, you're sitting down around the fire, yeah. and uh, and Froggy and May start start strumming a little tune, and I'm like, hey, it's, what's that? It's really really sad the song they're they're playing here it's just like just harmonica and sad lute what uh, what's that song you're playing i've never heard of anything like it before oh well, we we haven't heard a, a song from the outside in quite some time but every now and then we just make up something of our own we just kind of free form it that's what i worked out so far oh wow uh could i could i show you something and i i uh decide to play uh, like a happier song mm -hmm. from like my time because I just got here. I'm not as jaded. Yeah, sure. And I don't like maybe they like it, mm -hmm. and so maybe in return they teach me like their, that song they're playing. You find uh, you find that as you're playing, your your happy sounds try to outweigh their sad sounds, mm -hmm. uh, and you they they just keep getting sadder and sadder, and you get happier and happier, and more upbeat. And by the end of it, you can tell that they look kind of as more exhausted. Like by just trying to compete with you, it's like no, we're sad now. Mm -hmm. And you just and you've kind of you've lifted your own spirit, and you and your party feel like they're a little more rested now. Ooh. You've learned the the song of rest. You've learned the, this happy melody 
these with these emotions behind it. Awesome. Might be the secret to a good restful little ditty. Cool. And uh, with that, so just to describe to you guys, jack of all trades. Uh, means I can add at half my proficiency bonus rounded down to any ability check I make that doesn't already include my proficiency bonus. Right. So anything that I am not proficient in, I can add half my proficiency bonus. Right. So you're at plus two proficiency right now. So anything you're not proficient in is plus one now. Awesome. Bards just get to do cool stuff. Um, and then for Song of Rest... Um, it helps revitalize wounded allies during a short rest. If I or any friendly creatures can hear my performance, they regain hit points at the end of the short rest, and each of these creatures also regain an extra 1d6 hit points. Whoa. Yeah. So you re- you regain during a short rest plus 1d6 hit points. Yeah, your short rests get stronger. Uh, awesome. Because you have a bard. Uh, and now let me, let me borrow that book from you a bit to make sure everyone else can get everything done. Uh, let's go to... Let's see. Let me see. I gain a fighting style, spellcasting, and divine smite. Ooh. Ah, yes. What's the fighting style? Fighting styles. Uh, yes. Uh, I can either get defense, so while I'm wearing armor, I gain a plus one bonus to AC. Mm-hmm. Dueling, wielding a melee weapon in one hand and no other weapons, you gain a plus two damage, or a yeah, plus yeah. two bonus to damage rolls with that weapon. Mm-hmm. You get, yeah, you get to pick one of these four. So yeah, defensive, I'm... dueling, a great weapon, or protection. Because of just like how our first two fights have gone, I'm going to go protection. Okay, so that means that when uh, when a creature you can see attacks a target creature other than you, that is within five feet of you, you can choose to protect them. Ooh. Which is that you can use your shield... Uh, or I guess it doesn't specify shield. Yeah, it just says impose disadvantage. I just must be wielding a shield. Oh yeah, you must be wielding. I say so. You use your shield to complicate the enemy attack and make them all have disadvantage. Yeah, but you, you, but but you can only use it uh, as your reaction for the turn. So you get it once until you get more reactions, uh, and you impose it on uh, something that's attacking an ally. You can't use it on yourself. Yeah, I can't use it for myself. But if uh, like how with the armor earlier mm-hmm. if twilight was getting hit by that fist i could have if i had my shield out tried to block a bit yeah and disadvantage is they have to roll 2d20 and are forced to take the lowest roll which is an excellent way to steal natural 20s from things uh so that is that i believe so you're going to defensively have protection fighting style what else do you get beyond the fighting style spell casting and divine smite yeah, you, you Where should I put in uh, fighting style at? Uh, features and traits. Mm-hmm. I'll put it in additional since my first features and traits is full. Okay. And your divine smite is uh, when you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack, you can use one of your spell slots to deal additional radiant damage. Uh, 2d8 radiant damage. Mm. But it costs you a spell slot. And you have two spell slots. Paint us a word picture in how these manifest within the story. Uh, Me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Torin. Yeah, how how did you decide upon a fighting style? Maybe like one of the people taught you, or whatever. Or how how did it happen? Uh, well, my god was all about being a hero and defending the weak, which being a god was everybody other than him. So I saw that, and I wanted to protect those weaker than me. Which in this group is most of you two. 
Mm-hmm. So how did you how did you gain that just now? Because you weren't able to do it before. So how how did that change from like the start to now? Were you just I, reflecting in prayer? I, I think I reflecting and in prayer, a vision came to me of what I need to do because I was using my halberd so much, I wasn't defending myself, and I took a lot of hits. So like you're sitting around the fire, uh, you're you're eating, you're meditating on this this fight you're in and the situation you're in, and you get a vision. Of Hercules. He comes down, he's like, hey man, good job. <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> but I could do better. He's like, you're right. You know, whenever I'm having trouble in life. And this Hold is on, is that, wait, wait, give us an actual Hercules voice. Oh, like, God. whatever you feel. You know, as Hercules, whenever I'm having trouble, what I like to do is hit things really hard. It sounds to me like you're going to have a lot of trouble in the future. So here. Let me remind you to always hit things really hard. <laughs> All right. Well, we're done here. <laughs> and Hercules, uh, he, he dissipates into a, a cloud of light and uh, and vanishes before your very eyes. Yep. Now, you, now you know Divine Smite. Now you know how to hit things harder. All right. Oh, I thought you were talking about how I learned protection. You're talking about Divine Smite? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Divine Smite. No, I think for protection, I mean... You're just like, you know what? It's a I was big talking... shield. I'm a big dude. I just I just stand next to people, and, and then they'll when you be hit fine. a creature with a melee weapon attack, you can spend one to do. Okay, yeah. So yeah, he just appeared to me and told me hit him hard, and then hit him again. Yeah. Is is Hercules a frat bro? I guess. <laughs> hey man. I don't want hard. Disney to sue, bro. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Let me do that right. Get real, sure. Jack, bro. Uh, and then, uh, Vert? Oh, sorry, I got oh. totally wrong. Uh, oh. No, wait, nope. I was wrong. We're still good. Okay. I was wrong about being wrong. We're still And right. what should I type in for spellcasting since I gained that, I guess? Uh, you don't have to type in anything. Uh, all you really need to know is that you've got two first level spell slots, uh, which at level two just means you can use Divine Smite twice, and then you need to take a rest. Okay, so. Yeah. Can use twice. Got it. Basically. And I'm gonna get you the, uh, I'll send you the bigger spell sheet uh, later when you start learning some paladin spells. Yeah. And I pick up one level one spell or a level two spell? You get spell? one new level one spell. One new level one spell. Yeah. All right. Give me a level one spell. Vert. Hmm. You have unlocked Font of Magic. I have. It gives me... You have also gotten... You also get two sorcery points, which is part of Font of Magic. Yep. Uh, and you get to learn a new level one spell, and you get uh, a new level one spell slot. I do. For my level one spell, I took Thunder Wave. Cool. That's always a good one. It is. Uh, and I'm using the the cage that fell in through the the ceiling as as my inspiration for that. Bert thought that looked interesting and might be useful. That made a loud noise. It, what if I use loud noises to hurt people? It, you know, it sure works for the goblins. Let's let's try <laughs> that action. Thunder wave was born. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, totally fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got some. You get your sorcery points. Yep. Which gives you a bunch of flexible casting options. Uh, I'm not going to read through all of them. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you got you got little tricks you can do now. Mm-hmm. Can make myself uh, another spell slot with uh, the two points that I've got. Yeah, you can spend those sorcery points to 
get more spell slots and do more powerful magic. Mm -hmm. How does this all go down for you canonically? His aura gets bigger. I don't care. I don't know. (laughs) I was asking him. Oh, okay. The uh, whenever I cast spells, you'll see the um, the scales, the the slightly blue tint scales. You'll see more of them um, mm-hmm. on my my arms and my my skin. There, yeah. Y'all gonna be seeing a lot more than blue scales. Yep. All right, cool. Yeah, cool. And that's see. that's how you leveled up. Uh, is that like your scales just started becoming more prevalent? Mm-hmm. Cool. So once you guys have that all down, you get one last thing with your level up. Cool. Uh, you get to roll your hit dice, okay. and add your constitution modifier, and that's your that becomes your new total health. Right, you add it to your current health, new total. Health. So your hit die, uh, for our sorcerer is one d six. Mm-hmm. Paladin is a d ten. Mine's a d eight. Yep. And then add your constitution mod, and that and add that all to your total health. So I have a d eight plus zero sixteen. All right. Sweet. Wow, maxed out. Yeah, I got lucky. So a D10 plus zero. You have zero to your constitution? That doesn't sound right. You're a paladin. thought we made you nice and thick. Uh, remember, I'm a... looking at my old page. You did not oh, send me you the fixed one. Page. Oh, I didn't add to your constitution. So, yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah, you're a thick, thick boy. Mm. You're not as thick as a boy as I thought. But yeah, roll your D10. Eight. All right, then. And, so, uh, yeah, and What does that take my max health up to? Whatever it currently is, plus eight. So seven plus eight. Yeah, you're and uh, don't you we heal all... from the long rest? You do. Yes. Yeah, so the next thing I was gonna say. Everyone is at full health, and then you're adding this additionally. Every time you level up, this is how you get more uh, HP. Cool. I forget what my original health was. Oh, it should have been on the sheet. Uh, let me find it. Let me find it. Okay, my hit point maximum was 11. It's above the okay. current hit points. Okay, okay so you're at 19 now. You're good. Uh, and Vert, yours is a d6. Uh, so my max is 14. I rolled a 4. All right. Hey, you guys rolled a decent. Yeah. Yeah. Could I, could I pick a, uh, a, a spell, a new spell later? Yeah, no also, problem. Do I get any more spell slots, or do I just get a new spell? Oh, I didn't check. Yeah. I, I know for sure you get the new spell. I think you do get one more spell slot. I would like just to have one checking. more spell slot. Maybe. You're nice. a bard. I have a book. Uh, yeah, three spell slots. Sweet! Five spells. Five level one spells. Three spell slots. I'll take it. And no more included cantrips, right? Just the first yeah, two. Yeah, no more new cantrips. Okay. We'll get those later. So we leveled up, and I guess... Uh, you sit around the camp, you level up, you got your long rest. Uh... Proficiency right. bonus gets a plus two from my level up, so now it's a plus four. One event uh, did occur during your long rest, though. You sat down to eat. Uh, there is some meat. There's like a haunch of meat cooking on the fire. They're they're rotating it. They got a little rotisserie going with like some sticks that they found. Um, uh, the meat is uh, it's the wrong color. It's like kind of yellowish. It's nothing you can. Not something you you readily identify, uh, but you have the option to eat it uh, or not. You said it's kind of yellowish. It's kind of yellowish. Uh, I look at I like before I take a bite. I look at Hezekiah and I go, "Are you sure you weren't the one eating the goblins?" Uh, he says, uh, uh, "I mean, monsters." 
Do you eat monsters? We're not we're not animals here. Okay, but the goblins were greenish yellow, and I, like I wave it in front of his face, and this is greenish yellow. He, like, he like, tr- like traces the smell of it. It's like let's let's just let's just eat. Let's just eat. Let's all be civilized. I just want to wait to see if he eats it because I want to make sure it's not poisoned or anything. No, he he uh, he tears into it with an almost animal ferocity. Like it's it's actually gross watching him eat, mm-hmm. and you notice everyone else is eating a bit more slowly, hesitantly. Um, what do you guys do with that? That's that's what you see in front of you. It's he just just putting that smell of meat in front of him. Like, I just want to turn to the orc and basically an orcish. Ask this meat on the up and up. Uh, Orc says, "Is delicious," and he he takes a large uh, bite out of it. I just um, shrug and start eating. Uh, I turn to May and I go, "Are are you comfortable with this? I mean, we found that if you're here, you do what you need to to survive. This is the meat we find. This is the meat we eat." I guess so. Um. And uh, I, I look to Vert and I go and I like look at him like, what do we do? Like with my eyes. You, Vert you shrugs. Can try to, you can try to figure out more about what's going on if you want. Uh, Vert looks back at Twilight. He shrugs and sniffs the meat and then takes a bite. Roll a... Uh, uh, let's see. Torin's been eating after asking the orc, so I guess I'll roll something, too. Alright, yeah, you guys who've been eating, uh, you have a choice. You can do uh, survival, nature, or investigation. Your choice. I have survival. You can try it. I haven't eaten anything, so I ain't rolling nothing. Cool. Uh, that's an 8 on survival for Vert. Okay, a total of 8? Yeah. Okay. 21 on survival. 21 on survival. Uh, Torin is sure that this is not animal meat. He is 100% sure that this is not the meat of any animal that he has ever encountered or heard about after tasting it. What do you do? You guys say anything, dude? You guys, like, that is, that is not an animal. So I get up and grab Hezekiah? by his robes and look him in the eyes and just keep looking him in the eyes trying to intimidate him into confessing uh okay so yeah roll your intimidate and then you kiss and then you kiss grab him by the robes I look him in the eyes I keep looking in the eyes then you kiss yeah no try to intimidate him sixteen Alright, uh, what are you trying to intimidate him to do again? You're trying to get him to do what? I just look him in the eyes and say, My lord is always watching. My lord is watching you, and his judgment will fall upon you if you continue to deceive us. Ezekiel, I haven't haven't deceived you in any way. This is still meat, as promised. It is food. And if anything, now you owe me a favor because I have fed you. Uh, I'm I'm waving the the food again, and I go. So this is goblin, right? Let's just not split hairs. This is clearly, uh, it's clearly of goblin. Of course, it's goblin. Okay, that's all I wanted was a confession, and then I start eating it. <laughs> we must eat what must be eaten. Food is very scarce here. 
This is just a castle. There's no farmland. There's hardly any animals, except for tiny birds every now and then. Have you tried to look for the kitchens? There are none as far as we can find, but this castle also travels on for miles and miles at a time, looping hallways, an infinite maze of infinite corridors. We're lucky we found this, this tiny area to make a base camp. Venturing out from here, even we don't always know the way. It's very easy to get lost if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't know which walls are illusions, if you don't know which people are real. And not to mention, that's just if you don't encounter any of the devils that guard the various passageways. Well, I'm not a fan of eating goblin, but I'm also not a fan of starving. So, I'm guessing that means you all, like, you all eat it? Begrudgingly. Yeah, it's, there's not a lot of, of, of happiness going on on Vert's side. I yeah. want another catch. You all feel bad about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you all, uh, you, you've, you've now eaten this thing. You've seen goblins communicate. You've seen that they have, like, weapons and stuff. Like, they're not, they're not totally, like, insentient. Hmm. They're not animals. I roll to see if I feel bad. I got an 11. Yeah, yeah, so that's about 50 50 then. Yeah, so I feel bad, but I'm also hungry. So yeah. it's just like. Yeah, you all, uh, yeah, desperate and hungry. You uh, you level up eating goblet meat. You're feeling bad about it. Okay. And it looks like uh, it looks like uh, most people around the fire also look bad about it. Okay. Um, uh, he says, uh, Hezekiah says, so now it's time to fulfill your end of the bargain. Fed you, as promised. Now I think you owe me a favor. Is it established that I ever put him down? Oh yeah, he's just (laughs) holding it. No, no, he's just, like, you ate, like, right in front of his face. (laughs) And he smiled at you as you did it. Um, And he says to you, there are more goblins around here, as you've seen, but a whole little coven of them. And we have been given a very special promise. Information about how to travel out of here. Leave the castle. Maybe find somewhere outdoors. Maybe start a nice farm. Anything's possible. Well, 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 what, 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 where, where's this information coming from? Well, that is for me to know. I'll tell you later. But first, I need to know if I can trust you guys with a little assignment. Okay. Um, I, I shake him a little. Spit it out. Uh, 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 stop that. Put me down. Okay. I drop him. This information could be vital. Need to know I can trust you guys. We're going to go out. Hmm. We're going to find the goblin camp. I'll show you where it is. Bring me back a goblin and show me you can be trusted. And I'll be able to I say we do finish it. the mission. Share the information with you, and maybe we can all leave here together with full tummies. All right. What do you guys think? We need it pains to know. Me to say this. Uh, Bert, you want to go first, there, buddy? We need to know. Torin. Yes. 
It pains me to say it. We lack options. And I trust the gnome's opinion more than yours. Incidentally, the gnome uh, looks somewhat fixated on uh, Hezekiah. It, it looks a little manic almost. What? Who looks manic? Uh, Vert. Vert looks manically at Hezekiah? Well, I mean, he's just fixated and, and he's staring at him. Okay. Uh, is that an intimidation roll? No, it's not. It's just he's, he's just staring Intrigued. at him. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, he, he looks back and he's like, what? And I pull out uh, Derek and I go, Derek, what do you think, buddy? Yeah, uh, uh, it's so bright out here. It's so different from where I was. <laughs> All right, Derek, you add a lot to the conversation. I appreciate it. And I put oh, it back. thank you. Okay. <laughs> Just put me back on your butt now. <laughs> okay. So. What are you guys talking about? I guess we're going to kill a goblin. No, don't, don't kill it. This camp is very, has numerous, numerous goblins. You can bring a goblin back and interrogate it, figure out the best way to proceed so we can find their chief. We cut the head off the snake, as they say. The rest of them will scatter and we'll be able to pick them off like bunnies. You want us to get a random goblin, or you want us to get the chief goblin? Well, obviously, if you get the chief, you save us all a lot of time. Oh, doggy. No, just just go out there, find a goblin. If you can bring him back to me, we can get all the information we need out of the little bugger. Hmm. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say we do it. Yep. Okay, let's go eat a goblin. So, you may be wondering what a reliable source told me. You can't see it, but I winked there. Well, if you recall, during a hotel, Capitan Lerong and his company raided the old Chinatown district. It turns out they were not simply doing so because it has, well, had one of the largest populations in the city. But during this raid, they managed to take one of the leaders of the encroachers. That is right! A man by the name of Yang was gathering and protecting a large amount of encroachers and dared to believe that he could stand up to the might of Potrablat. Well, Capitaine Lerong made an example of him. And should anyone like to see his beautiful artwork, we are now working on patches to add Old Town China District to true reality in its natural glory, and with additional art piece centered around Yang. Why, do you ask? Because it is our belief, no, our duty, that we should thank the encroachers for reminding us why we are blessed to be in true reality. Stay tuned for the sound of celebration in the form of our early admission guest whooping and crying over the new art exhibit. Thank you, and keep living your truth.
Hey, J. Mark Accento again. I just wanted to take a moment here to say a huge thank you to everyone who has been supporting our show. Your feedback has been immense, and the fact that you have been sharing our little show with your friends and loved ones speaks volumes. The reviews and ratings you leave us help make it possible for other people to discover our show. And we're so grateful to all of you, people like Awesome Techno, whose feedback I applied to our current episode and will apply to further episodes. Or Kay Kozer. Or people like Hezekiah, who has been with us from the beginning. Or Lilith Squid. We love each and every one of our listeners and want to give back by making more and more content. Also, don't forget, if you want to potentially have your name in the show, you can tweet us at TFUCast, that's T-F-E-W-Cast, with the hashtag UnpluggedRising. Characters like Hezekiah, who once again has been a strong supporter since our promo launch, um, are featured, and you could be featured as well. I said that really awkwardly. And don't forget, you could also submit item recommendations by emailing us at TFUCast at gmail.com with the subject line Magic. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, all under TFUCast, and you can check out our Tumblr, which I swear I will begin populating as more time goes on. And remember, if you send fan art or tag us, we will likely feature your work in our Instagram, and if you make animations, we'll likely feature you on our YouTube channel. So, thank you again. I'm really going to say that a lot. And our next episode will be releasing in two weeks. So, I'll get out of your hair now, and remember... The Overseers are always watching.